This is Crazy Talk. I'm Dennis. And I'm Zeandre. And today we are going to do our part two of Are We Enabling the Homeless? That's right, Dennis. So uh, you called and said you wanted to do a follow-up. So what was the reason for wanting to do another follow-up? Um, you know, we said so much in the first part of Are We Enabling the Homelessness last week. And I want to first say right off the bat, I ref I said that we, there may not be enough places in in this area locally that homeless people don't are ain't, aren't able to go to. But then talking to a friend last night, I realized that yeah, there's many churches here and like probably in many other cities, churches that would love to have homeless people to do some things at the church or of course help them. I just didn't think about that, but. I just trying to figure out how can homeless people find out which church, how to go to the churches that don't have technology devices to know how to get there. Well, one thing that I have learned is that the homeless have a tendency to know where to go if they've been on the street for a while. Mm -hmm. They kind of ask other homeless individuals where to go. Mm -hmm. That's what I hear. They always have, you know, if you ask a homeless person, uh, where can I go get something to eat at a set time? Some of them already know. And so a lot of times the homeless are helping each other. So, uh, but you know, you're talking about churches. Um, there's churches throughout the United States that are providing meals uh, to the homeless. But you do understand that there is a cost. Can you imagine what the cost is other than just providing food. What's the cause? Well, a lot of the churches are having to have security guards because sometimes there might be a disruption by someone that's homeless, a fight, or someone may be on drugs and acting inappropriate. So most of your organizations are having to pay for security. You also got to have someone that's going to oversee that program. So you can't just rely on volunteers all the time. And I think a lot of people don't realize that there's just much more than just starting a program. It, right. There's a lot of logistics to go with it. By the way, you see, so let me see your cup. <laughs> we are drinking out of M&M cups today. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee. No alcohol. <laughs> no Kahlua in it. <laughs> well, then, well, how can we, well, that's a good point, though, that the church has to pay for security. Um, unless, maybe there's people, like I say, you can't rely on volunteers. No. Especially nowadays, when you look at what's going on within the United States, oh, actually clear across the world, the pandemic, it's put a lot of organizations uh, difficult to do a lot of things now or to start new programs. Uh, they don't want to put themselves or other at risk with COVID, you know, with the pandemic. So, I mean, um, I think this has been a difficult year uh, for the homeless. I, I mean, I really believe that. And the organizations. I have I don't think they're able to raise a lot of money like they used to. That so. is true, yes. Hmm. So. And like, 
um, what you were saying, before, I think last time we were discussing is, like I said, with the homeless, I just wish, it just has to be a solution to help these people on the streets. I, you know, I, I feel for them, the ones who have mental illnesses, who are physically um, can't Disabled? Work. Disabled, yes, okay. thank you. Disabled. Um, do you know what they're doing in some other cities that you may have been to? Well, I mean, if you want to talk about homeless in general, I mean, in almost every major large metropolitan city has programs for the homeless. But the problem is, do those individuals want what services that are out there? Uh, do they really want an apartment? I mean, I hear some of them say they don't want an apartment because they have rules. They have to pay bills. I mean, there are things that, you know, that they have, there's responsibilities. So some homeless people do not want uh, an apartment. It's like they can make good money. I mean, I had a, uh, knew somebody about a year ago who uh, made about $700 a month. Um, and he lived under a bridge. And uh, he like, I don't, I like being homeless. I can make $700 a month. I mean, so, I mean, it's like, you know, and then that gets back to enabling the, the homeless. I mean, if he's able to make $700 a month, um, that's because individuals are giving money. Mm-hmm. So how do you get individuals to stop giving money? I know there's signs around the city um, that, you know, I think You're about mayor- Houston, right? Exactly. Yeah, thank you. Okay. In Houston, there are signs that um, are saying, you know, you don't have to give money or things to the homeless people because I want to go back to you, to your person you know. How is he making seven dollars a month again? People were giving him, him money. money. He was working the you know different it's, corners. And what's he doing with the money? I mean, again, I mean that's not my. Um, Judgment. I mean, I'm not judgment. I was asking. Oh no, no, no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have a good idea. I you mean, do? he would drink. Uh, it was alcohol and drugs. Uh, but again, not all homeless are spending money on alcohol and drugs. So let me get that. Let's clarify that now, because mm-hmm. too many out there are always thinking that they're wanting money for drugs and alcohol. So let me just clarify that because I saw that little grin on your face. <laughs> I grin because, yeah, because, well, Cause I, I knew I what you were thinking. I mean, you know. I wasn't pleased to hear that, that, that this individual is doing that. But no, I don't think, I never thought that all homeless people are using money for drugs or alcohol. Because again, I know what some people are looking for food because I don't want to say too much what I do, but I help out. It's like I said, I give food to some people on the street. So, okay, go ahead, finish. And like I was saying before, I had this one lady, I was I was giving her coins, she said, this isn't enough. <laughs> like, who are you to tell me this is enough what I'm giving you? I work, I'm struggling too, I'm doing the best I can, but I'm giving you something. Who are you to say that? Right, but... That um, wasn't cool. Right, right, but, you know, that was a bad apple. Uh, so I had to ask, not that you've been homeless, mm-hmm. 
but have you ever been ungrateful because you didn't get what you really wanted? Maybe as a child, <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> okay. Well, sometimes these young that's adults are still children. Well, yeah, because so that's something maybe <laughs> as, a, as a child, like 10 years old, 9 years old. I mean, old. sometimes <laughs> I act like a child. <laughs> well, be, well, be, well, I mean... <laughs> But we're talking about um, being ungrateful, though. <laughs> right. But, I mean, you know, I was just, you know, I guess the point is, um, what I was really trying to, I mean, some people are just going to be ungrateful, no matter what you do for them or what you give them. It, it's basically what I was going to say. It's trying to say. I mean, I know other individuals that have been very nice and sweet and yeah. accepted whatever you gave them. Same here, yeah. I mean, so, too. you know, again, there's always going to be one bad apple and a bushel of apples. Uh So, I mean, you know, with the high number of people or individuals, then that's a lot of apples. Yes. So, (laughs) This sure is. (laughs) Good apples, spoiled apples, bruised apples. Right. I mean, it could be a bruised apple. It was just, she might have been having a bad day. I'm sure. I mean, you know. I'm sure, you know. Bless their hearts, truly. I mean, they're on the street. They're probably cold or sweating, um, hungry, um, feet is hurting. They don't right. have um, so right. 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 So, I mean, it may not, you know, it, you may have just got a bad moment. And it's been many bad moments with different okay. people. <laughs> but you still give them money. I, yes, I do the okay. best I can. I really right. do. Um like I've mentioned, I don't, well, like I, I spoke to a family member, I'm not going to, I'm trying not to ask questions. That way I won't be feeling a certain way or disappointed by their answer. I'm just going to give them what I, what I can, whether it be food, change, if I have an extra. So now card. you're giving money or food without a, um, uh, rules or stipulation of what they can do with I it. I never had rules. I, I just kept saying. You always had stipulation had in, in your mind. Head. Right. Yeah. Well, like, right. That's a stipulation, even though you didn't tell them. not rules. It was still, well, not rule was the wrong right. word. Mm-hmm. But you still had stipulation about what they should do with that money that you gave them. Because I always want something good to <laughs> out of something. Well, it was. It was something good. I always want something good to That come. was a dollar more than what they might have had. True. I just, here we go again, but don't make me want to go there. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. I just hope that daughter is going to be spent. Again, that's right. why, this is why we this don't. time we did not pre, we did not pre-talk about this. No, no, no. I told you we weren't going to do that. <laughs> I mean, this is good. It's getting warm in here. <laughs> the coffee and all. <laughs> but... Me wanting something good is nothing wrong with out of what I'm giving out. I want something good to come out of it. With what they're gonna do with it. So you should. That's give, what I hope. You for. should That's give out of your heart, with no worry about what they do with it. Otherwise, you just need to quit donating. Well, no, just, I, I mean, if you, I, I mean. If you're that concerned, why don't you donate it to an organization? You know what? I was thinking about the same thing. I think so. I think the mayor, the mayor was saying that. The, I remember the well, the, when the mayor had put those signs up. Yeah, give it money to the organization. Um, 
that I know they'll take care of to do what they can do with the money. Like right. if I give money to McDonald's, Ronald McDonald's house, McDonald's, I throw right. my change, I'm most likely, I know that's going to go right. be used in a good certain way. And, and, and for me, it's hard for me to um, donate to certain organizations, uh, for me. Uh, I would always tell, tell somebody, go volunteer at an organization before you dump some money. And, and the only reason is, and I'm saying this, um, it just seems like some organizations, the executives or the higher-ups, um, not saying they don't deserve to be paid, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, when you hear about organ- executives getting such and such amount of salary and um, really haven't fixed anything in the community, then it's like, why are we giving them uh, so much money for when we could have been using that for a program that could help others? That's just my own personal feelings about that. No, I do understand that, yeah. So, uh, um, you travel? I do. You ever been to any other cities? that you saw an issue with uh, homeless? <laughs> Not on top of my head. Like I, when I went to other cities, it was for work or the things I didn't see homeless, homeless people much. Not that I can remember. I mean, I know that uh, I've been through Oklahoma. Didn't see a whole lot there or you would see them in certain pockets. Uh, when I lived in Kansas City, I didn't see a lot of homeless. Um, it seems like... <laughs> A lot of the homeless seem to go more south. More, maybe not south-south, but where it's warmer weather. Mm. But, I I mean, I've been in Florida. Um, I forgot what part of Florida. um, I just lost my train of thought. And literally, I didn't see any homeless. So, uh, you know, it's interesting... And maybe because the city I am in now, I see a lot. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if it's because I live in this particular city that I am noticing more compared to when I travel and go to other cities, I don't see this much. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Because I remember, I hear, since I'm a driver, <laughs> I hear passengers who come visit this city, they said that... Um, it's one of the worst one worst areas where they see the homeless problem versus where they, where they are coming from. So okay. I just feel like we, again, in this city, what are we not doing that other cities are maybe doing better? Well, but then I, I wonder, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to be the bad guy here. You know, you've had, you, know, you have clients that you take all over uh, the city that you live in. So um, I'm wondering if it's because of the area that they're living or maybe visiting. Because if you take certain parts of a major metropolitan area, you may not see a whole lot of homeless, but if you take an area that maybe is more urban and low income, I just wonder if you see more homeless. Because if you take like downtown, most downtown metropolitan areas, cities, I'm sorry, it seems like there's a lot more homeless mm-hmm. compared to going out to the suburban. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, does that make yes. sense? Yes. I mean, I'm going by what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, and sometimes I wonder, you know, if that we kind of sometimes blow it out of port. I'm not saying we don't have a problem with homeless, but I just wonder if people are like, they stay in one general area every time they come and they see a lot of homeless. Because, right. you know, if I go 30 miles, there I don't see any homeless. So These are clients, passengers, who are coming from sometime from major city. They're just comparing from their major city to our major city. Right. When, that, when they're in the major city, driving through the areas. So I'm they could be coming from... Um, Philadelphia. Nebraska or uh, well, uh, San, uh, well, I mean, or San Antonio. I mean, well, I that's mean, what I'm saying. I get different passengers. These are I'm going by the passengers who are from coming from other major cities. Okay, comparing, but so like I don't know how it is me, in New York City. Give me an example of a major city. What you what they say is a major city. Like if they coming from Boston, which is a pretty, it's not the largest, but it's one of the it's a pretty good, I don't know how many people, 700, 800,000 people in Boston, maybe. Okay. And they've seen whatever homeless problem is there, how they handle Because I've read in articles about how cities are handling their homeless um, situation. I just don't know, again, how much are we really doing or not doing in this city. Like, what, I don't know who, what role, like, what, um... Not senators, but U.S. representatives or local politicians are doing in districts or something. Well, but I guess you know. Again, I'm going to be the conservative guy here. So, if, if, if you look at your top four major cities in the United States: New York, San Francisco, Chicago, and Houston. Those are your four major uh, cities. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would expect to see a lot more homeless in those major cities than maybe Boston or Oklahoma City or uh, I'm trying to think of a city in Nebraska, uh, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. So I just wonder if, um, you know, if you take somebody from up north that's going to a city that's in the what I call warm city if that's why they see more homeless. Now I'm not saying that maybe there's not been enough done. I'm not saying that. Uh, but I just wonder if we in our mind we see more homeless and we see what other cities are doing but they have a smaller population of homeless so they can maybe have more money and they have the resources because they don't have as many as homeless individuals as major cities. Does that make sense? Yes. That's being the, I mean, again, I'm looking at it on the money side. Right, right. So. Yeah, that makes sense. I just, um, again, what we just talking about, well, if, hey, like I say, if it's a smaller city, then yeah, they're probably gonna handle it better because it's less people. They got more resources. So we cities, cities like Los Angeles, New York City, especially New York City, that's a much older city, more, high, you know, a lot of what, in, what city? New York City. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know how it is in New York City, but I don't know how they handle their homeless problem. 
Well, I know I know. was in New York. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> I really say it's been at least over 15 years. Uh, I didn't see a major problem in New York. Um, but also, I, I do know that I was in Manhattan. I do know that there are certain suburbs uh, in major cities that because there is so much tourism, they're real good about moving them out of that area. So I, and that may be why I did see them, but they could have been on the outskirts. Does that make sense? Been, well, now I want to know, well, if they have any good, better, if they have great programs then to help the homeless people then in a place like New York City or Los Angeles. But Los Angeles is out of control with homeless. That's what I heard, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, even the commander-in-chief of the United States is, like, giving them a hard time because it is just out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think maybe the cost of living um, might be, um, you see more individuals working two, three jobs? You think that maybe the cost of living could play a role? In the L.A.? Or in any major city of why they're homeless. Well, if you want to go, well, going to why they're homeless, yeah, there's many reasons. They could have gone through abusive relationships, men or women. They can go through, lost their job, um, medical condition. Right. So I have a quick question. so if there's a guy down the street on the corner and he's begging for money, what, why would you classify him as, is he homeless? Are you, as, are you classifying him as a homeless person because he's asking for money? Probably right away, yeah, I'll probably assume that. And, and, and so what my point was that he may not be homeless. Right. He may have an apartment or he could be staying at someone's house, renting a room or living on somebody's couch. Mm-hmm. So I just sometimes wonder if we classify um, everybody as homeless. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know... Uh, you know, the job market, I mean, you know, people say there's jobs out there, but I really wonder, is there enough jobs for everybody? And if somebody is in Grinzy pants and a Grinzy shirt, mm-hmm. uh, long hair, mm-hmm. would you hire him? Well, this, this well we have a visitor, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> if a person... It's first of all, if this person is on the street begging for money, like I said, he may have a place that he's staying in. He's, might. Might. If he needs extra money, then he needs to go somewhere like a church to get whatever he needs. They they'll give, instead of money, then he can see what the church can, can give him. Just go to a church and ask for but, something. But a lot, of, a lot of churches or programs cannot do that. I mean, there are organizations that provide a shower but they can't provide showers, I mean, for, you know, 3,000. We talk about this one person, though, like but one but, individual. But 
like one individual go to that church and yeah, ask for why is that one person any different than somebody else I'm, I'm just referring to that one person if, the, if that one person that's asking for money that may have a place to live but some, he, but, okay go ahead I'm sorry if he needs something he can go to a church or many churches to get whatever he needs whether it's shaving razors food <laughs> a hot meal a t uh, something you see you see what I'm saying but some churches don't have showers but there are some that may I'm not talking about shower. I'm talking about if he needs deodorant or he, well, he, if he has a place to live, then he can shower his house. But I mean, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is um, I know of individuals that have literally tried to get jobs, done applications. Oh, by the way, I have worked with the homeless, so uh, that's why, I'm, why I'm, I, I have a little bit of information. But I have know of individuals that literally have filled out applications went to a store to fill out an application and did not got did not got get hired. Mm -hmm. They didn't have anywhere to go to get a clean clothes, clean set of clothes and a shower and all that. So I so I guess my question is are businesses, managers, individuals that do the hiring, I just wonder if maybe um, some of the fault is theirs. That, I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. if you were a manager, and you got to be honest. Okay. Okay. Of course, Dennis. <laughs> I mean, come so on, if man. you were a manager for a really nice store, and you had five applicants, um, and the homeless guy had met all the qualifications that you were looking for, but he had no clean clothes smelled and looked out of place. Would you hire him? Would I? Me? For the company that you're representing me. Not what you would do personally. Because... No, I'm not asking like okay. that. If I was the person to hire him. <laughs> yes. I really, I really don't know. I'm saying I don't know. Because okay. I'm, I'm just going back. But a lot of... Mm -hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me, I, I need to stop interrupting you. That's okay. Um... A person, a situation, may, like going back, if he's, I guess going back to what you said last time, some people that can take time to ask a homeless person why they need the money for, if, he, if they say, I need money to buy fresh clothes, like a place like Goodwill, they have really affordable $3 shirts, $3 pants. Right. That needs to start from there. So he need, he need, they just need to get clean clothes somehow. Of course, it's up to people like us to help them get clean clothes, Hope maybe. Or but, maybe if I have a program to help but give the, them clean clothes. Right, so it, the question you, that I asked, you said, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Because I don't want to make a quick answer to but, I don't know. Um, and, because I, and I, when I hear people, and I'm just going to be blunt, when ahead. I hear people say, I don't know, mm -hmm. instead of saying no, Mm -hmm. They would just say, I don't know. No. Because that way, no. it, they don't look like they're a bad person or Because I have to really think about it. Because I've been in jobs where I've been a trainer. or I'm not saying my, you personally. But, I know, I know, Dennis. Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> I've been in a job where I was a trainer, and my boss would say, do you think we should hire this person? And I forgot, can't remember what situation it was, but I remember... 
I think it was Dollar. Um, oh, don't mention it, the it company. Was, oh, yeah, that's right. Don't mention the company. I know one company was a restaurant, and the person didn't have the right proper super resistant shoes. The manager allowed that person to go ahead and work and tell them you, you have to get these shoes right away because that, that is a safety hazard right. issue. And that person, I think it took them a while if they finally got the shoes. So it depends on what the the person that's gonna hire the person. It depends that they can trust they they can get the proper clothes. Cause some you know certain jobs you have to have a certain clothes. If you know if it's not uniform or you know what I'm saying. So you have to have certain clothes and shoes to be able to have the job. Yeah, right. And I, but I I still say that a majority of the American people are not gonna do it. What hired that person didn't yeah. have the right well. I mean, it's just... Or that homeless person, right. specifically. I mean, right. Right. Uh, because there's such a back stigma. Yeah, there's a stigma. So, um, I mean, I wish more companies would. I mean, you know, there are... Com- I mean, I know there's individuals that want to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're living on the street. Right. I mean, you know, if you look at social media... You hear of stories, and I'm talking about good stories, positive stories that people have actually got a job and worked themselves up where they can have a place. Uh, and I don't think those stories are shared enough. We, I think people are too busy, and I'm going to blame the news media too, mm-hmm. we're, we're too busy telling the, the negative side of homeless and not the does that make, you know what I mean? Yes. So, uh, and I think that plays a big role. I'm trying to think of a solution, like, like on top of my head, I have clothes that I can get rid of. Right. There needs to be something where homeless people, homeless people can get clothes for free. Right. For those who need it. And there's a lot of organizations out there mm-hmm. that can take those clothes. Mm-hmm. But some of those smaller organizations may not have what we call laundry facilities or shower facilities. So, I mean, when I look at some major cities, they don't have that many big facilities to do it or it's located in one central place and not really scattered. So really, I mean, the only... I mean, if, if you want to talk about solution, how do we get organizations to expand those services that are currently providing homeless service like showers and laundry facilities and things to go out into the outer area other than the downtown location is, is what I'm saying. I mean, that would be a good question. Because, you know, if you look at a major metropolitan and they've got to get on a bus, and if they don't have the money, but let's just say they have to get on a bus and they do have a bus, a car or money to get on a bus, and they got to spend an hour, hour and a half, and there's no guarantee that they can get there in time. Because, you know, a lot of places put limit on how many people they're going to take. And then they may not be even be able to get those services. So I think that's um, uh, uh, a negative thing. I, I don't know of any place that allows laundry facilities and 
showers and all that that will open up 24 hours a day for anybody to walk in. And I think that would be one solution. So, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, that that would be great if that can happen. Have a twenty-four-seven service. But I think you should win the lottery, mm-hmm. and then you could spend that lottery money on starting programs in your city that's not downtown. Right. <laughs> but again. That money eventually will run out, so you have to keep asking for money. Yeah. More money. That's why people, I'm just thinking people that are wealthy <laughs> that give money to charities and things, like you said, kind of like last time, well, that money to go to organizations to have showers and for people to take showers and well, wash clothes. Well, here's one of my uh, pet peeves, and if I had thought about it quicker, I would have looked it up on Google, but... Think about on a campaign, whether it's for mayor, senator, or presidential campaign. Uh, you know they raise billions of money, right. billions of dollars to fund those campaigns. Mm-hmm. You know what irritates me? What? Is that an organization will put out a need and they can't raise that kind of money. But we're willing to put, individuals will put the limit that they can, as much as they can, whatever the limit is, to a campaign, but they'll give $20 for to help the homeless or another order. I mean, think about it. Have you ever thought about it? No. When I look at all the money uh, that was spent on campaigns the last four years, and just look at the the presidential campaign, I'm like, they spent all that money on TV ads and running all over the country, and we can't raise that kind of money to fund a particular need in the community. I mean. It's almost selfish. It's like, I'm going to give you money because you're going to vote my way, or I like the way you, but I'm not going to give money to this organization because I'm not affected by it. I'll just complain because they're out there. I mean, is that? It's cold. It's cold. I mean, I think about that a lot. I, I can't remember. I was furious. Uh, when I heard how much money was raised for the mayor mm-hmm. and how much they had spent. And, you know, I wanted to go to City Hall, make a public comment mm-hmm. so bad. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, you raise all this money for your campaign. Why don't you go speak on behalf of the homeless asking your donors to spend that kind of money or donate that kind of money that they did to your campaign to an organization to end homeless. That's just food for thought. So. I'll just, as you're talking, I'm thinking here that I remember trying to organize this thought. Um, There's a program in, in this Midtown area 
where if you don't have enough money to go from point A to point B, they give you bus passes. I'm not sure, but they may also have it where you can, they'll help you with your resume, maybe. That's just some resources for someone who isn't able to go to find a job. They, they have little things like that. Maybe right. there's a way they can, maybe they have vouchers to get clothes somewhere or something to get you, help you get your license. Right. Like I said, there's little things that I've seen. Right. Like individuals can, if an individual wants to get a job and is able to get a job, there's little things well, I mean, and what? Okay, I mean, that's just one little thing. I'm just, right. just, just throwing it out there. Right, they need more. I, I guess I'm, I'm trying not to be the bad guy here. You can say, what and you I've been working with the homeless for a while, uh, and I love working with the homeless. Um, but at the same time, and again, the topic is: Are we enabling the homeless? Okay. So, there are services out there, mm-hmm. and the homeless people know, I mean, they pretty well know where they can go. Mm-hmm. Um, are organizations really encouraging um, the homeless? Are they really helping, is what I'm saying. And then I have to say, do the homeless really want a job or do they really want to get off the street? And what are they doing to get there? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, you almost have to like, are they, is a homeless person working hard enough to try to get off the street. And then I have to look at the organization side. Are they doing enough to help an individual or are they classifying that individual? Oh, they're just like the rest. They're not really gonna do the work or, you know, they're not serious. You know what I mean? mean, That's a valid question, but the- I mean, it's a a double sword issue because you have organizations that that's all they've done. Mm-hmm. And they see these people come in and out, in and out, in and out. And they're like, they classify everybody together. Right. And then you take, you know, let's just say 100 people. Mm-hmm. That's an easy number, right? And so let's say you have 20 people that really, really want to get off the street. Right. But if, if this organization is like, we keep doing this, I mean, it, it's almost like, I just wonder if, if individuals that work for organizations have closed their eyes and it's like, it's the same thing over and over and over. You're... That's a good question, Dennis. But what I'm, because you just mentioned about um, people that may not have the right clothes to go, they may have the right background, the qualification to get a job, but they may not have the right clothes. I mentioned about the bus pass and the resume just for them to get help. Maybe that same place has a way to give them clothes. Right. But I'm even, saying, but yeah. I mean, again, it's, I mean, even if somebody, I mean, let's just say, somebody came to me and says, I have a job. 
and they um, showed me their first paycheck, mm-hmm. and you know, and they're you, you really like okay, they're really trying. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you make that call? Is are they really trying? Or are they tr- trying to um, scam you so they can get something and then they'll quit their job? I mean, we were talking about scamming earlier. So I'm just trying to bring both sides up. I mean, I'm just trying to, you know. Bother, you know yeah, that's fine. No, no, no. I know I ain't bothering you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, um, it's, it's like, okay. Are they going to keep working there, or are they just going to work there to get whatever? Like, oh, uh, I need help with an apartment, blah, blah, blah. And then you get them an apartment and all that, and then they quit. Then it's like, you know, how do you decide who really needs help and who don't? And then you have to decide how, you know, who do you help or don't? You know what I mean? The organizations or like individuals oh. that were driving by? I mean, I'm just talking about in general. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it sounds like too that some of these organizations <laughs> needs to refresh how they're helping people and also add things like you suggested to make sure that the, the right person, the person that really wants to work, you helping them get a job and continue that and get a place and et cetera, et cetera. There needs to be more organization with that. Like, don't treat them, don't treat them badly because they asking for help to get this and that. They really ask for help, guide them, really help them. Well, right, and I would like to see more organizations out there provide boarding rooms in a big building and say, can come into this program, uh-huh. we have these rules, you have to get a job, if you have any substance issue, you know, substance abuse issue, you gotta do these programs, you gotta clean your room, you gotta learn how to cook, learn how to pay your bills, you know, all the living skills. Right. Uh, and if they don't, and I would say, me personally, if I manage something like that, I would say, you have 90 days, and I'm not even sure I would say 90, I would say 30 days. Uh, and if you don't, well, 30 to 90 days. And if you, we don't see progress that you're really trying, then you'll have to leave. I would like to see more programs like that to give people a chance that really is trying to get a job, save some money, and get their own place. Um, I don't, to me, I don't see enough of those. That's and that idea. might help. That's but. a great idea, Dennis. I mean, um, so why don't you win the lottery? Oh, go ahead, finish. I'll say you know a lot of people that may be dealing with that. You should definitely tell them, and I can join you. If it's more people like us that can agree with that, we, more voices can create a solution like that. Right. Well, and again, it all goes back to funding. I don't again like, and I, I, and, 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 and I know. I mean. I almost know where you're going. I mean, why do we have a problem getting funding for it? No. Because people are scared to start new programs. No, I was going to say, we need to find ways to get the funding then. Yeah. 
there are people out there who know how to get funding properly. Like, that's their job. They know how to talk the talk. Right. But if it's a new way of doing it, it's a lot of funders are scared to fund something if they don't think, you know what I mean? That's kind of like one, one door closed on the open. We'll find a funder that wants to fund it. Right. There's somebody I mean, that wants to good, fund. I mean, it's a good point. Yeah. I mean, you know, but... Make them understand what they're funding for. And what, what I mean, I would rather see some organization, instead of providing showers, providing meals, providing clothing and all that, uh, I would like to see an organization that's like, okay, we've got boarding rooms. Uh, this is how much you're going to pay in rent. Uh, start it, you know, if you come in today, uh, your first paycheck is hypothetical, say, you know, and actually, this would be my thing. You got, we're going to open up an account for you. We're going to do all that. We're not going to let you have your money. But, and say, you know, this is 10%. And this goes into your account. You'll get your account, your money when you leave. And um, that way they can learn how to save money. So that way if they get their own place. Uh, they have some money to put a deposit or get whatever that they might need. Um, but no, I, I like that idea. The problem is, what do we do about homeless that have felonies and they have trouble getting a job? Mm. Or mental health? Or substance abuse? There needs to be... I mean, we got to start somewhere. Right. With, but, you know, homeless guys... I was thinking, that I know there's, there's a, a lot home. of mental health and substance abuse issues out there with the homeless. I know there's a famous... Um, there's a couple of famous people here who have created some apartments for people who need assistance or homeless. I'm just wondering how do people get into that? But they're full all the time. Hmm? They're full all the time. See, a lot of places, we have more homeless than we have living arrangements for somebody. Then... And that's only because of, um, again, you know, I, I said this a while back, we always put a Band-Aid to, on something to fix when we really, uh, I mean, you know, they say, oh, we've done this, we fixed the homeless, we put all these people in apartments, and in reality, all they did was put a Band-Aid. said there needs to be more steps. Like I said, Maybe I would like to work with you to see what, what we can what we can do to help these organizations do better and create more organizations to do things that we think should well, be. Well I think done. you should win the lottery. <laughs> I'll get you here. You put it you get a dollar out, I'll put a dollar out. <laughs> oh Wait, my let me see do I have a dollar? <laughs> I know I got some quarters here, and we'll, we'll uh, go buy a lottery ticket, and if we win, no, that's what we'll do. Because <laughs> I know I've learned that. Um, <laughs> You're out of the camera. Come back in a little bit. I've learned that um, not one rich person can do solve all problems. That rich person needs to be an example to everybody else. You're right. Yeah. To help join in to create <laughs> the solution. You know, and, and winning the lottery is not the solution. I was no. joking. Oh, I know, I know. You need to scoot in a little bit because you're okay. a little bit out of the camera. But I no, know, yeah. I, you know, winning the lottery is not the solution. Uh, we, we all wish that we could win the lottery. I mean, 
Yeah. Well, I don't play anymore. I used to spend money on that. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, this is Cleo. She uh, is wanting some attention. Cleo's a cat, you all, on podcast. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, they <laughs> should be able to see, see her. Well, the one people on podcast. Oh, yeah, they, well, they can Cle- hear her. Cleo's a cat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a tiger, a cat. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, um... So, yeah, I'm surprised the other one's not here, but anyway. But no, this has been a good conversation. A good part Uh, two of this topic. Um, Hopefully we can get some guests. We need to to get some guests on, and we need to ask some hard questions. Questions. And see, so we, I mean, I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. But we've, we've had two segments mm-hmm. and we've asked some hard questions. Mm-hmm. And maybe we need to bring some people that I call experts that have been doing it, you know, a long time. Maybe we should be asking them those hard, hard questions. Why are you not doing this, this, and this? Why is it? And then when they respond, like you and I, we're talking, you know, we come up and like, well, wait a minute. What about, the, you know, I think we don't really get into the hard, hard questions. We just like, oh, okay, they're doing their job. Well, like, Does that need, make sense? We need people that can add their own opinions and own thoughts so can keep it going. But I got one person that we know, here we go again, we know, I told him, so once you go on one of these episodes, because you have a lot to say, he was like, no, no, I'm not comfortable. I was like, okay, because you have a lot to say. I would love people to hear your take on it, your um, how you see it. Right, right. And, and we and would I, want them to come on our podcast and give their views and not represent the organization. That okay. way, yeah, that yeah. way it's... Uh, uh, unbiased. Yeah. Is it unbiased or biased? Anyway. Un- unbiased. Unbiased. So, I mean, we wouldn't want any organization so, name yeah. to be mentioned. <laughs> but we want their personal experience mm-hmm. of what they had to deal with. Right. So, and I wouldn't mind getting a homeless person uh, or two to talk to us about things that they've actually did. Um, and the difficulties or good stuff or the good and the bad is what that would be interesting because I know I've talked to individuals that are homeless that um, have are been waiting three, four, five years to get an apartment oh my goodness and so you know um, after a while when do you stop trying to keep going to get help when you've been on the list for so long. Then you know what it is? Maybe we should go to City Hall as we're citizens of the city. We can well, bring any, that up. Yeah, anybody should go to City Hall and yeah. talk to their um, council member up. or the mayor and write their concerns um, to the city council member of your major city or of your city. And if you don't get a response, what I did I wrote an email to the mayor and to the city council members, and 
I kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and did not get a response. So get what I did. The same letter I sent to the mayor and to all the city council members, I posted it everywhere on social media. Everywhere. And guess what? Within three, four days, I mean, it, it wasn't that many days long. It was, I received a phone call. So sometimes, you know, I understand city council members and mayor, I'm sure they get tons of emails. So, you know, but yeah, I just put it on social media. And it worked. It worked. So, but I always say, do the the proper way. Um, At least do the steps before you uh, scream and holler. I mean, I did write the city council. I did email the mayor. I mean, I... I at least gave them a chance without screaming and hollering because, you know. Of course, yeah. So. But I, I want you to remember that, Dennis, that definitely we need to go to someone to figure out how can they build more places in Houston for the homeless that they're, the ones who are waiting on waiting lists. Like, we need more availability, well, more places. And I think there's a lot of good ideas out there. Um, can't, it's the saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Mm-hmm. Well, you can teach an old dog new tricks. So, um, how do you get organizations to understand that sometimes that maybe the new ideas that are being suggested might be the best? They're afraid that it's going to cost them more or take money away from something. I think organizations are afraid to try new things or new ideas because they've been doing it that way for so long. I mean, you know what I mean? And now, now I'm thinking about since there's government, like apartments like Section 8 and I got the other one. They, again, I guess the, the state, whatever state you're in, or maybe it could be a federal thing, they can put more money into building more places. Well, I think we, I think we, I mean, I know people are not going to like this. I already know some individuals that are not going to like what I'm saying. I think we need not dorms, and yeah, it'll be more expensive, but that more rooms where individuals will have their own room, not shared, and and that way it'd be like their own little apartment or whatever, uh, and you know, I'd be able to maybe have a cafeteria. Where they can go down and eat, but I, this stain of dorms, that's how, I mean, to me, I would rather see little rooms where everybody have their own room and have their, you know, be able to take showers. You're not gonna be able to put showers, you'd have to have a community shower or whatever. I mean, with, you know, but I think that would be a good way of seeing who really wants to um, get off the street. Right. Hey, I like uh, that. I mean, I, you know, there are organizations that have all these big giant rooms where everybody sleeps on cots, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know. Um, I want to say something. Um, yeah, um, there needs to be something done with that and just help people have a warm, nice place to stay in. Right. And then from inside, there needs to be rules people to help them learn how to live. Right. All that. 
across the board. I do know that um, we're wrapping up on time. Yeah. Um, we really want your feedback. Absolutely. Uh, we like feedback. We want negative and positive feedbacks uh, about our podcast. This will be our number eight? Yeah, about no, number okay, eight. Number yeah, eight. Number eight. And uh, we are getting ready to make a lot of positive changes for uh, 2021. We have worked so well the last eight times. And so we are excited about, we want to stuff it up. Yes. Uh, so we really are excited. Uh, but we really want your feedback. We want all the positive and good comments. Let us know uh, how we can improve. And uh, please go visit our podcast pages. When you see that we are posting our podcast, we really need you all to go to them. We need those numbers to go up and we need you to share them. Uh, that also makes a big difference about where our podcasts go when they see that our numbers are going up. It's our, our um, host will help get it out more. That's right. So, and like, speaking of comments, like, thank you for Kaven for writing his comment here. Kaven is actually going to help find <laughs> someone for us to build our website. Because we're trying to build a website here. So please just tell us what you think on these topics that we discuss live and on the podcast. And like Dennis says, it's crazy talk on Anchor, but when you go on Anchor, just distribute through other platforms like Spotify. Um, I think one's called Cast Breaker. There's many other places you can listen cr- listen to crazy Spotify, Spotify. also. Yes. Right. So anyway, I'm Zeandre. I'm Dennis. And this was Crazy Talk. Thank Remember, you. We're only two paychecks away from being homeless. It's true. Have a good night. Bye, everyone.